Welcome back to Made in March. Today is Monday, January 25th, and this is the first episode sans Luke. He won't be with us for another good month and a half, two months. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel pretty confident we can pick up his weight a little yep, bit. We can keep the show rolling. Most definitely, most definitely. And since today is Monday, that means that there's a new AP Top 25 out. Um, any risers or falls we should know about, Wesley? Yeah, there's some big, big risers. So FSU, unranked last week, beats Clemson by 20 or so, and they are now 16 in the country. I think so that's, that's a huge jump. Pretty well-deserved. I think it's well-deserved, yeah. I yeah. think it was a week too late on that. They should have probably been ranked last week. But the biggest story over the last two weeks has been Alabama. They're now number nine in the country. After They were unranked two weeks ago with – they were probably going to be ranked in the 30s about with where the votes were. Now they're number nine in the country, rising another nine spots this week after a – domination of last week against LSU, which, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's was, all I need to see. That was really pure that. domination. It was pure domination. Alex, that. what are your thoughts on Alabama's ranking? I know that you've been on them before they were ranked, really. Well-deserved. I mean, I only see them going higher, being ranked higher. I mean, they're playing in the SEC, which is not the greatest of conferences, but I think Luke they can. Luke loves the SEC. Yeah, Luke would beg to differ. <laughs> they, I think they're the going to keep rolling. I can. I honestly can see them being top six. Yeah. Sky's the limit for them, yeah. the way that they play. And they haven't slowed down. They're just, they keep going up. And Speaking of Alabama, by the way, Nate Oates. Yes. Is he in Coach of the Year I think he's in contention. I yes. think it's him and Jawan Howard, mm-hmm. really. Yes, I think so. Because this I, is only year two at Bama. I do, which is crazy, because we kind of noted, well, like, watch out for, like, last year we said, this Alabama team is not the best right now, but, but it's watch one. out yeah. in a couple of years, and here we are next yeah. year, Nate Oates is already making a difference. Exactly. Any other key risers or fallers in the Fallers for Tennessee, dropping from number six to number 18. Oof, yeah. Who did, they lose? Who did they lose to again the past week? It was... They it was, lost to Missouri. Yeah. And Florida. And yeah, Florida was a beatdown. Florida yeah. was a beatdown. They got, they they got, got beatdown on both of them. Okay, so that's, that seems well-deserved as well. Yeah. Also, Kansas drops six yes. spots, going from uh-huh. nine to 15. I don't know, yeah. Kansas Honestly, Kansas cool is, I agree off. with that. This year, more than any others... I find myself kind of seeing eye to eye with the voters. Yes, normally there's like an outlier that's like, "What are they doing here?" I guess, and there's been was, a few of those this year. Like AKA Clemson, Clemson, a few weeks Clemson, ago. Clemson for like three straight weeks. Yes. Like, what are they doing in the top twenty? And it got proved. But I kind of agree with that. Last year, I feel like there were a lot more outcasts. They're like, "Why are they in here? Or why is why is this team not in yeah. the top twenty-five? But this year, it's a lot more. Yeah, this year I think that they're kind of taking a little more time into their votes and uh, really looking deeper into it. Yeah. But without further ado, we'll kind of get back into our recap games after that. And we're starting on Thursday, January 21st, and Penn State at home defeats Rutgers, handing them their – that was their sixth loss at that time, one game above five hundred. Unfortunate. Listen, Unfortunate. You know, I – <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Go, so Rutgers have been on obviously a noted cold streak going into yes, that game. Very. But Penn State's not good. They yes. have Miles Dredd, who is just he not was, that good. He was he's not just active. Not, oh, he, he was, was not, not active. active. He's not even active he's anymore. Normally was, he six man, was he a healthy no, scratch? Was he a healthy scratch? No, he was hurt. I wouldn't I be surprised if he was a healthy scratch. Either. But Penn State, point blank, they're just not that good of a team. And they're so not. I said last episode, I said, "Listen, this should be an easy win for Rutgers. Don't sweat it. Get back on track." And it was not. I agree with that. I was like. There's no way Penn State has. They're like an under 500 team. They're second worst behind Nebraska ball. Yeah. And I was like, mm, Rutgers is definitely going to get this. I'm beginning. Back. I'm beginning to 
press the panic button on Rutgers. However, what makes me pause on that is obviously the Big Ten um, schedule on Sunday. They well, did end true. up beating they Indiana, yes. which is a nice win. Yes, um, and also but we'll get to that later in the Big Ten too. You can't really. I mean, it's the end of January, so you can panic, but you can also pick up three straight incredible wins because that's just how strong the Big Ten schedule is. And there's really only a few teams that are like not considered good. Exactly. Wins. So. I don't know. But it's that's kinda, almost like a bye game for Rutgers. I would Penn agree State, with that. You can't, yes. Yes. Those are the ones, it's like if you're playing golf and there's a short par five, there's those holes out on the golf course that you know you need to score on. You got to take advantage of them. You got to take advantage of them. Gotta Penn State's a short par five. You got to And they did it. They made a double bogey. That's what they did. I'm going to shout out Isaiah Brockington just because I know Luke loves him. He had a great game for Penn State. Geo Baker couldn't guard him. Okay. Respect. But later on in that night, Indiana on the road. At Carver Hawkeye defeats Iowa, who was ranked number four, eighty-one to sixty-nine. Yeah, Luke the Hawkeye fan, he actually predicted this one because I remember the line was like Iowa minus eight, it was and he was like, huge, he was yeah. like, he was like, it should be less. This is going to be a really close game. Yes, and I was, I said I wasn't going to cover, but yeah, but here we are, and that's a convincing win. Twelve points on the road. And do you want to know why that they ended up beating Iowa? It was really because they shut down Garza in the second half. Yes. Did you see the defense they played? Whenever Garza got the ball down low, they would just collapse. They would send, like, three defenders in and basically swarm them. If Garza tried to go up with the ball, it was wraps. It was wraps. But normally that doesn't work because Iowa's a good shooting team. Yes. And he kicks it out. Jordan Mohan was over from three. Yes, very true. I agree with that. However, if you swarm him fast enough, though, I feel like you can, can get, get him to kind of panic a little yes. bit. And that's a defense that maybe other teams should try. Also, how about TJD? TJD had a game. Absolutely incredible game. Yeah. 23-7. and He's so athletic. Like, his footwork for a big man is incredible. Yeah, it really is. And then some late-night Mountain West hoops. Colorado State defeats Utah State on the road. We have to shout this game out because Utah State has been incredibly hot recently. They've been on fire lately. On fire. I mean, they beat the hell. San Diego State was it to forty nine and fifty six or something yeah, like that. Yeah, back to back games, straight games, which is not easy to do. Which is not easy to do. Colorado State goes on the road and wins. And this, I think, this is, I'm willing to say it's like a confirmed two bin Mountain West because the Mountain West, they're is competitive, incredible. Colorado State, you could even throw in this conversation. Although the only the only thing is with a ton of competitive teams in the Mountain West. Yes. It, if there's like four competitive teams, it almost makes it less likely for a two-bid Mountain West. That's Because there's not two teams that rise up above everyone. But I think the voters, man, I don't know how they think. But, but think, you're right, though. The Mountain West is competitive enough where they should get at least two bids. I year. think as of right now, though, Boise's I think kind of only lock. Boise State, I think Boise State's the only team that would get in. As well, of right so now. then the only team that would get in would be the team who wins the conference tournament. So you're just assuming Boise State would win the conference tournament. But if Boise State doesn't win the conference tournament, I think they're undefeated still, if I'm not mistaken. No, they have one loss, they have one to, loss Houston. to Houston. To Houston on the beginning of the year. Yes, that was yes. like their second game. But they have their one-loss team against Yeah, Boise State would probably be in your Boise would say would get an at-large probably like an 11 True, and if they don't yeah. win the conference tournament, then it would probably be a two-bid. But right now it's a little too early to speculate, I would say. That's fair to say, but watch out for a two-bid Mountain West because there are, like, five sneaky Mountain West oh, yeah. teams that can win the tournament, including Colorado well, think State, about it. who's 11-3 and three after they that They were game. a two-bid league last year, and I think this year they're a more competitive league as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, San Diego State was a top-five to top-ten team last year, but I think as a whole, yes. it's a more competitive league. Now we league have San Diego State. Utah State was not competitive last year, I would say. Yeah. And Blue Court Broncos. Blue Court Broncos were nice. And Colorado State out of nowhere. Colorado State out of nowhere, it's... It's pretty crazy, I guess. I don't. I would have not seen this coming preseason. Yeah. But that wraps up the games from Thursday. Moving into Friday, Michigan 
number seven, takes care of business on the road against Purdue, winning 70-53. to Michigan, they're just, I don't know what happened that one game where they got manhandled by Minnesota. By Minnesota. But there will be games like that in the Big Ten. We knew that going in. That's fair, I guess. But, um, but this was my upset pick. I, I picked Purdue in this game. I said Travion Williams is going to dominate. Um, game to watch out for. He's still really the case. He, well, he played solid. What was his line? He was six and nineteen from the floor. That's the only thing. Okay, but he's still a double. And Eleven. Yeah. He's still a double digit rebound, so he made his mark. Mm. But Hunter yeah. Dickinson is. He's kind of taken a back seat these last couple games. He's letting yes, I agree. With the that. more experienced guys like Livers, he's been hot as of late. He's getting Livers yeah. the ball. I guess and that's probably what they should be doing, though. Hunter Dickinson's yeah. not going to get his they kind of They flow better. The they time. flow better because they've got guys mm-hmm. who can contribute. Exactly. But they used to force it to him. And, I mean, he was still like a 70% shooter from the field, so yeah. they had to kind of do it. But people were eventually going to figure them out the yeah. way they were playing with Dickinson. And once again, that's just credit to their coach, Juwan Howard. Yeah. You know, he saw that maybe teams are going to key in on Hunter Dickinson a little bit, mm-hmm. and he changed up the game plan. So, I think that's kudos just, to him. Yep. Purdue it. is a second-half team. Michigan got out to an early lead. I thought that's possibly they could make a run. I just don't – the only thing missing from this Purdue team is more shooters. So yeah, like, sure, they, they don't got really have guys Sasha. that can knock down threes. That's Sasha fair. wasn't even playing. So and I think they're like, – I would say – That is fair. Sasha, Sasha I think, has covid so he yes. might be out for a few more games. Like, um, Eric Hunter's not a great shooter, nor is Isaiah Thompson. They just don't really have many yeah. guards that Travion can kick to and hit shots. Yeah, I just think they need better guard play in general. They can't. They cannot just depend on Travion Williams to score. Well, what about that one guy you really like, Alex? Ivy? Yeah, Jayden, I mean, he's a, freshman. he's a freshman. He's not the greatest shooter. He did hit is that he, clutch shot. I don't think he's going to start this year ever, probably. No, he. I mean, he will. He did start this game. Uh, he is. yeah, he was 0-5 yeah. for 3 this game, so... You know, freshmen will have those kind of games, I guess. Plus, Michigan's a really good defensive yeah. team. Yeah, and it's so. not like Purdue's going to be a team without holes, considering they're they're still not ranked, are they? No. Okay, I didn't no, think so. I don't think they should be either. Yeah. But that was more or less the only good game from Friday. So moving into Saturday, Oklahoma at home upsets number nine Kansas seventy five sixty eight. Boomer sooner. Boomer sooner. <laughs> Damn right. And this game was pretty early in the morning, so like yes, it kind of didn't get all that much. Hype all that much I press, right? Yep. Um, but Davion Harmon played incredible. He did for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we got tabs on Brady Manick? How did he play? Brady Manick, he did not start this game. He didn't start. He did not start. Really? Nope. They went four guards, and Brady Manick came off the bench, had five points. Do we think that that's just the lineup that they wanted to go against Kansas? But with? that seems dumb because David McCormack is literally humongous. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, seems- no, this this is smart. This is what Texas did when Texas beat, beat Kansas. Kansas by what? Yeah, thirty five. They, they, they played the four guards. Yeah. Kansas was not able to play David McCormack. Oklahoma, they must have watched the game film, yeah. and they see we can mm-hmm. spread these guys out, get play four guards, and if we make shots, we're going to win the game. Do we think that that is the new formula for how to beat Kansas? Because that's Possibly. two for two working. And they've exposed them. Kansas is now five-loss team, No, too. yeah, I, I'm really starting to fade on Kansas. Earlier in the year, Alex, you and me, we were, we were bought in. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Garrett had been struggling as of late. He played well. Christian Braun. He's really hot and cold. Yeah. He's pretty he's, inconsistent. He, he's very inconsistent. I would definitely agree with that. But this Kansas team is, I would say they're fading right now, which is yep. crazy because all Blue Blood teams are fading. But this Oklahoma team, they now jumped yeah, into the no, rankings. I like this Oklahoma what are they team ranked a little at? bit. I think 22, and they play Alabama coming up this okay. weekend. So that's I don't know a, how to feel. 
That's well, a match. They've also got Reeves, who is a nice player. Austin on their Reeves. Team. Austin Reeves is probably their most consistent player that they go to for points. I'd say. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but we'll see on this Oklahoma team. I guess I don't know. I'm not really bought in personally. I, okay. I need to Time see some tell. more. Time will tell. But some Big East, Big East action here. We got Creighton at home taking on a depleted UConn team. Wins seventy four sixty six at home. That's a pretty big win for Creighton, I'd say. It's not fair to analyze this UConn That's team exactly without what I was going James Booknight. It's That's, just not. But Creighton needed a win, a competitive win against like a team that could sure. But what I this doesn't really this game doesn't tell me all that much about Creighton. Correct. If I'm being completely yes. honest, what this game tells me is that UConn they kept it competitive for most of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think when Book Knight comes back... How long is he out, though, for? That's the thing. I don't know. He, I think he had a small surgery procedure on his elbow, so, so then he, he might miss longer. a couple more weeks. Yeah. The only thing about this UConn team is that they sometimes play a little sloppy, sometimes they're error-prone. Yes. Even with Book Knight. But even in well, spite of all that, this is a team, in my opinion, who with Book Knight is very, very scary. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Because think about it, losing Book Knight, obviously you lose his points, yes. but you also lose I the mean, threat. The, th- the threat, yes. He has the ball in his yeah. hands like two-thirs of the game. Yes. Exactly so as a, as a UConn team, it's kind of hard to come back from that, really. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of change your offense to not have him involved in the game. Plan yeah, it's really in, weird. Which is tough for the coaches and the players, I guess, to kind of readjust. But then we have Syracuse at home. Cuse mode defeats a fairly fraudulent Virginia Tech 78-60. And Virginia Tech was number 16 in the nation at this time. Yep. Are they ranked uh, now? I think they're still ranked 22. Okay. I mean, that that sounds about right. I don't know. Um, But Virginia Tech's going to suffer losses like this just because they don't really have, I would say, the star power on their team. They also live and die by the three. Yeah, he's on Memphis now. Why would he not stay? I don't know. That just, like... He, he, didn't, my he didn't trust Mike Young. He didn't trust him. But yeah, Vatek, they shoot a lot of threes. They only shot 27% in this one. Yeah, the way, the way their team is Literally. built, they're kind of conducive to losses like this. Yeah. Like bad losses. 100% agree. I don't know. I still just do not understand why Landers Nolly transferred, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I just don't know what he saw. I have no idea. Penny Hardaway, that's what he saw. Speaking Bags of, of money. Speaking of Landers Nolly, I just want to throw it out there. Memphis just beat Wichita State on paper. I think Memphis should be a top 20 team. I don't know what it is about them, but they just don't perform. Well, you can say Landers, Nally, Kentucky, Boogie, Ellis, and Kentucky DJ too. Jeffries, yep. Yeah. But it's the same thing with Kentucky, I guess, so yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Very confusing. Very, very confusing <laughs> team. But Baylor, on the road against Oklahoma State, in the beginning this was like, and even through like the last, until eight minutes left in the game, I'd say it was like, Maybe even five it was fairly. Left. It was fairly close. It was um, quite tight. Until Jared Butler said, this is my, my game. game. Yeah, but noted, Oklahoma State did not have Cade Cunningham in this game. That would have been such a fun And that was job. my main takeaway from this game. They didn't have Cade Cunningham, know. and they also didn't have another player who is, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's another key contributor for them. And Okie State still looked pretty good. They looked fiery. Exactly. They look fiery. fiery. They play so aggressive. They do. They're just a bunch of hounds out there. Yes. And they hustle so hard. And those are the teams that I like to watch. Those are the teams I like to root for. And those are the teams that can go on some nice runs in March because they're all bought in. And Isaac Lakikale probably had his worst game of the year. He was one of eight from the floor. Yeah. Khalid Mm -hmm. Boone was the guy that kind of carried them through this game. But this Oklahoma State team... They're exceeding my preseason expectations. They're exceeding expectations. And I just thought, like, oh, they're getting Cade Cunningham. That'll get him a win or two, a big win or two here. But they've been competing, and I don't know how long he's out for. 
Alex, do you happen to know, or is it? I think it was it's COVID a, it's protocols. A short, I think yeah. it's a short-term It was thing. COVID protocols. But this, right. this Oak State team now, they have wins over Kansas and Texas Tech, two top 15 wins. They're they're spooky. They're very spooky. Yeah, and and they point. play the caliber of basketball. This, spooky this is a team play. I would not want to face. The teams that will full-court press you in March. Yep. Agreed. Yep. VCU style. Yeah. But the Maryland goes into the barn and dominates Minnesota. Shot. What is up? With Maryland on the road. They win 63-49. And that's weird because nobody really wins in the barn. Yeah. The, the barn's been pretty undefeated this year. They've, yeah, the barn was they've been cooking. The barn was like last year's rack. But I think I don't know what's up with Maryland beating good teams on the road. They did the same thing at the Cole Center in the barn. I think when Northwestern was ranked in the top twenty five, I yeah. believe they beat them on the road. I wouldn't be surprised. And the reasoning I think behind that mm-hmm. is that Maryland's a pretty experienced team. They've got Ayala, who's been yes. there for a few years now, yes. and they play really good team basketball. That's kind of that's how you pull off road upsets. Although Turgeon is still a bad coach. Yes. I, mean, <laughs> I Noted. He's, I'm still not a Mark Turgeon guy. I will slander his name when I, when I can. I actually i have kind of hung off the Mark Turgeon slander this year. Admit it. Fair. I have been Fine. pretty light on him. Fine. Um, Fine. But, and then as far as Minnesota's concerned, they put up 49 points, and Marcus Carr had 25 of them. If my math is correct, that is more than half, and that is not going to win them any games. <laughs> no, that is not going to win them any games. Alex, do you have any tabs on Liam Robbins? How'd he play? He was two of six from the floor, only two rebounds. Yeah, that's that's not going to get a it bad done game, down I'd low. Say. Yeah, Gabe Kalsher and um, uh, Gotch were both 0 for 4 from Combi- three. Combined so. 0 of 10 from the field. Which is what we pointed out, I believe, last episode. Yeah, we I said think we both won, if not both of them. Yeah. Yes. They need to step up, and they need to become better shooters because Luke that's like what makes gotcha. Minnesota scary. Yes, I agree with that. And they need they need somebody else. They need Robbins to play well, well more consistently. No, though. I disagree with that because Robbins has been playing pretty freaking consistent most of this yes. year. And him and Marcus Carr have formed a really nice combo. Duel, but they need but, a third guy. But they need those guys that can hit shots, like an yes. Iowa sort of, where they can just dish it out dish and have it. guys hit threes. That's asking a lot out of Gabe Kalsher and both Gotch. Um, granted, Gabe yeah. Col- I don't know but, if Gabe Kosher can get that. <laughs> yeah, done. Gabe Kosher's offense is not that great. Disappointing to say the yeah. least. And then some SEC action. Florida on the road against Georgia defeats the ninety-two to eighty-four. I feel like the SEC is like a zero defense conference, other than one hundred percent. I agree. Tennessee, maybe LSU proved that in LSU. The game LSU always puts up like eighty, but still loses scoring eighty. <laughs> Bama, Bama scoring hundred every their week. Offense, but their defense is not that bad. Bama's. Okay, Bama's off. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. But they're also the cream of the crop in the SEC. That's true. As a whole, and Tennessee also has good defense. That's right. Yeah, Tennessee yeah. is the one that's the only one that Usually. I would like consider. The outlier. Yeah. Arkansas, all those guys are just... Arkansas does not have defense. Arkansas has zero defense. Florida has never played defense. Neither has Georgia, but the SEC is, I'd say, a pretty competitive conference. I would say it, it goes is. Big Ten... Big 12, SEC, yep. probably. Yeah, that's just that's all what confirmed at this point. Locked and loaded. I would say. Locked and loaded. Um, I don't know. This Florida team, Luke's, I feel like Luke was the guy that was like... Yeah, Luke was, in this Florida he team. was the conductor of the hype train. I can't really get a read on this Florida team, to be honest with you. It's tough to get, I don't know. Because they win big games, but then, I don't know. I'm not Sometimes gonna buy they just show up flat. I'm not going to buy it on this team at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I will be bought in either. And then some more Big East action. Villanova, number three in the country. Their second game back from their 27-day hiatus. Yeah. Defeats Providence 71-56. And Nova was down three at half. I, and then yes, they yes. just caught fire in the second they half. Did. They did. I really was going to say that. Yes, they did. Were they really down three at half? They mm-hmm. were. Providence was winning. 
And David David Duke was even having a good game. He was not even he didn't play that well. I feel like half. when Providence goes up against better teams like Nova, mm-hmm. the the good teams kind of know how to shut them down. Like they or at yes. least David Duke down because they just yes. put like maybe two guys on him or at least have one guy like shadow him the whole yes, time. Box and he tends to get yeah, he tends to get shut down against better teams. Yeah. Nate Watson and David Duke are a pretty good dynamic duo, I'd say, but I don't think Providence has enough to get them over that hump, even especially in like a down Big East kind of yeah. conference where they can't. I don't know. Do you think they make the tournament? I think they. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't like Just them. I like the Big Luke's, East isn't very good this yeah, year. I like Luke's pick, pit pick better than I would a Providence pick to make the tournament. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. A game to mention though: LaSalle defeats Richmond on the road. 84 78. Yeah, just mentioning that. Action. Just mentioning that because Richmond, beginning of the season, was a top 15 to what was it, 18 in the country, actually, maybe not top 15. Not 15, yeah. But I they think were they ranked. were 18, yeah. 18 or something? Yeah, but high were up. They, they were not ranked for that game by chance. Were no, they? no, no. Okay, I was going to say that. They were 9 so. 3 team coming in and then they dropped to 9 and 4. But I don't know. The yeah, spiteys. Richmond's looked a little more shaky than I thought. Going into the year, I yeah. thought they'd be. Money, money. You know? I thought. It's I mean, me. they're returning so many guys: yeah, Gilliard, exactly. Blake Francis, Grant Golden. Marcus, Grant Golden. Yeah, Grant Golden is a really key piece there. And Nathan Kyle. Yeah, let's just admit it: they're underachieving a big time. Bit big this time. Yes. Yeah. I think the A10 in general, other than St. Louis, has kind of let everybody down a little bit. Ooh, are you the, really going to talk dude, about the, the bodies like that? Yeah, the bodies <laughs> are getting votes here too. The Does this help votes. Luke's argument of the bodies making the NCAA tournament? <laughs> Yes, I'd I, say yes. I don't see them making a tournament. I, don't, I think they have I to win. See it, they have to win if they win their yeah. ter- conference. St. Louis still looks like the best team in the A10. I would agree, unless yeah. they, something happens in the conference tourney. Yeah, something whack would have to happen. I don't see them sliding in. Because yeah. Dayton is also garbage this year. Dayton. Dayton is. Dayton finally played competition and lost by like awful thirty or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, basically, all you gotta do when you play Dayton is just like guard Jalen Crutcher. They, but the funny <laughs> thing is, they literally didn't lose anybody except Obi Toppin. I'm pretty sure. Which you know just goes to show that he was really the player, yeah, of, the player of the year the last year. Yeah, like I said, there was kind of no arguments yeah. on that. Well, there were there were arguments, especially in house arguments from the from, Hawkeye fan yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it was it was Obi's award for sure. Florida State at home kills number twenty in the country, Clemson. 80-61, proving that Clemson... Yeah, exactly. Proving that Clemson... We clawed this one from the get-go, boys. Let's just give ourselves a round Everybody, of applause. Everybody, all four. Because yep. that was incredible. I mean, Clemson, they've just looked Awful. not great. Such frauds. Amir yeah. Sims, like five points. Luke's <laughs> hyping him up as, like, ACC player of the year. Yeah. Give me a break. Yep. This Florida State team, though, is... I mean, they're all... Leonard Hamilton they have, always gets them going down. They do, and... People don't, really I don't think play. people realize how much talent this Florida State team has. But the thing is, though, it's the fu- I just can't get over Leonard Hamilton every year brings in the same player builds, long, lanky. They always have a seven foot three guy from overseas. Or yeah, oh, yeah, like that. he always has one of those. <laughs> and it's just it's just crazy. It works every year. MJ Walker, Raekwon Gray. I mean, they're Scotty Barnes off. Scotty Barnes off the bench. It's yeah, they're a great team. I. Very complete. And they, so they were unranked, and then they moved into, what, 16 in the top yep. 25? Jumped 10 spots. It's a big jump, but I think it's deserved. 100% deserved. I totally agree with that. I think that it's probably a week overdue. And this is kind of right. coming back to an argument that we made about a month ago, Wesley, when we said that Florida, Florida State's State. kind of a team to really keep your eye on. Yes, and it, and it looked bad after a week yeah, after that. Yeah, then we said that, then they lost a few Ooh, games. We're like, oh boy. But then I think they're right back in this now. I think they... 
have a good chance at just winning the ACC outright, I guess. I, don't I know. can see it. Outright and then maybe the tournament as well. I think they could eventually find themselves in a, on the three line, maybe. 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 Although oh. a team to not be written off in the ACC is Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Yes. They've been playing a lot better basketball. After they got you ran guys out of the gym. sleeping on Virginia. I do well, because, because I normally Virginia. we're pretty right. Normally I go to sleep and it's... I love know. sleeping on Virginia. I just enjoy it, so anytime I can have the chance to do it, I'm going <laughs> to take advantage of this moment. It's gonna, just going to happen. going to snatch up that opportunity. It's just going to happen. But a Big Ten game that was huge was Ohio State kind of cruising against Wisconsin at home. Yeah. On the road, on the road, in the Gold Center. So... This Ohio State team is real. In my opinion, is a Final Four caliber team. Now imagine was last year, they well, they only lost the Weston brothers. I'm pretty sure, but imagine if they would have like oh, had a few guys take a step forward. I know last year because this team like this is the same exact team. Did they have DJ Carton last year, or was he in the transfer portal? Who they had him for part of the season. Part, part of the season, season? yes. Okay. It was for the beginning of the season. So that's why they were so good at the beginning of the season. Oh, that's DJ right. Carden, EJ Liddell, the yeah. Wesson brothers. Yeah, EJ wow. Liddell is he is something Kyle else. Young, Kyle Dwayne Young, Dwayne Washington. Okay, but Kyle it? Young is really taking a step forward. Yes, you guys hated true. on me talking about loving watching Kyle Young play about a no, month that was and a half Alex. ago. That was Alex. Yeah, that was me. I just I don't think he's that good. This he's, year he's been. Pretty he is good. having a good year this year. He knows his role out there on the floor. He doesn't he, try and do. He too always shoots like five shots, but he's always like four or five and has like ten points. You're not wrong. He's extremely efficient. His little post hook, yeah. I love it. Though. As far as Wisconsin's concerned, they never cease to Man. amaze me at how like weirdly inconsistent they are yep. for a team of five seniors. It's, like it's, it's, crazy. it's all five seniors, and we know how they play. Yep. And you would think that they would be a more consistent team, but they're just not. I I think it was Jay Billis who I heard say that they're a Final Four caliber team, and I strongly disagree. I think they could be. They can, but be. it's all timing for them. They have to go into March at the. Like playing the right brand of basketball and be hot, and they gotta be. The yeah. shooting's gotta and be speaking on. Speaking of getting hot, Elite Aline Ford has had two games where he looks like the next LeBron James. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You just you just hit him on the three point line and you just bang the yeah. wet show. And he was literally the wet show for like five minutes, and that single handedly got them back into that. Game. I think the Badgers need to start using him a little more in that aspect. But the thing is, though, he can go games where he's like 0-5 from three. I know, but if they get his um, if, if they get his confidence up, I think he is a key piece in that team. Here's my take on Wisconsin: Demetri Trice obviously he's he's stepped up. He's ha- no Trice is having a great Trice year. having a great year overall, but like his Brad story, D, Brad D, D is and bad. Nate Reavers are not what they were last year. But not Nate Reavers, Nate Reavers is not getting as many minutes because guard has decided that he does and it's probably smart and not at Potter Reavers. Playing well. They were not playing well together. They put Tyler Wall out instead and now they're rotating Reavers and Potter like they were last year, which is probably a better move because they get in defensive mismatches yes. all the time when they're switching the two six foot eleven slow white guys. It's but Reavers, a bad deal. Reavers is the easy guy to pick on for this underachievement. Brad Davison's not getting enough heat. Brad Davis is shooting thirty four percent from the floor he, this year. And from the just, floor, that's yes. from the floor. And some there are games when I feel like I just don't hear from him at all. Mm-hmm. And it, and if you hear from him, it's because he's trying to take a stupid charge. And then, <laughs> yeah. like the thing that drives me the most crazy is watching him trying to play defense, and he's clearly bodying the guy, and then he just tries to take a charge. It works one out of every four times, but those other three times when it's, it's a foul, a waste, yeah. it's like. What are you doing? You're just causing stupid team fouls. I feel like he just thinks about getting his next charge instead of getting his next bucket out there. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. It's 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 annoying to watch though because it it really is a killer on the defensive end when you're giving up stupid fouls like that. 
and he needs to, but he needs to play better offensively. It's been a bad year. He, he's had some games where his three balls on, but but they're they're more fewer and far between than they were it's last year. Quite inconsistent. Yeah. Quite inconsistent. We'll see how this team kind of pans out. I still think there's out. a lot of hope for Wisconsin as a Final Four team, though, Alex. I disagree I, with your statement. I don't know. You don't think a team with five seniors who last year was has a chance in highly, March? They're going to get to March. They're getting year. to March, though. Okay, so like yeah. it's going to happen. Okay, but obviously. that's what I'm saying. As long as you get to March, I think the five it, it, seniors. It all thing, depends on how they're playing in March, really. How they're coming into it, like yes. how I think the, I the think Big Ten tournament is going to be the. I think sign. this Ohio State team's much better than Wisconsin. Right now, I you agree. think they're the second best team in the Big Ten. Behind no, Iowa. I think they're third. Iowa then. Actually, I think they're fourth. fourth. Rank them. I'm going to go Michigan, Iowa. Oh, Michigan, Iowa, yeah. Illinois, yeah. Ohio State. I put Ohio State. I put Ohio Illinois. State. Illinois. I have them at three. I, have, I go Michigan, Iowa. Right, right now, yes, I I'm still not gonna, have but I, I still have. That's, that's your bias seeping in. I get called out for this shit all the time. <laughs> when you guys say, oh, Rutgers isn't good, you're biased. It's like, well, well that's sure, bias too. Sure, but boom, that's there's another bias. example of bias. That's so bad as bias. Check yourself yeah. at the door, Alex. Fine. Right now, Ohio <laughs> State is playing there better than go. Illinois. Thank you. Come March, no chance. Thank you. Thank you. I actually disagree. I think come March, Ohio State will still be playing better than Illinois. I think I can get by. EJ Liddell well. and Kyle Young, they're just such a nice duo. EJ Liddell knows how to play his brand of basketball so well. Him and Dwayne in the pick and roll. Oh my God. So hard to guard. Dwayne didn't have that good of a game. No, he didn't. Wisconsin. But they got CJ Walker, I think it's his second yes. game back from protocols and yeah. COVID protocols, uh-huh. and he played well. Yep. Yeah. So they, they just need one of the two of them to play well. But this team's going places. Louisville at home against Duke wins 70 to 65. And I think this is the game that Coach K, was it this game? Yeah, the bigger story of this game is not Louisville winning, but the fact that, well, Duke lost again, which is a big story. I and think Coach K absolutely. No, they're 500. Coach K absolutely ripped into a student reporter after the game. Yeah. He was like, what did he ask him? He said, like, what are your next steps as after a team? After this game. After this bad game or something like that. Yeah, like, what are your steps at this game? And then Coach K goes, well, what if I asked you after you bombed the test, how'd you do on that test or something? Or something <laughs> honestly, stupid like that. Honestly. I thought it was hilarious. It was a good clip. And I kind of like to see Coach K go like that. But at the same time, this kid's just... But he didn't just, mean good this intentions kid's, behind that. No, he really didn't. This so kid's just... Why. Like, if you would have said it as a joke, I think the kid would have laughed. Yeah. And everyone would have laughed, and it would have been a good scene. But, but Coach K was dead. He was stone cold serious. And which is not okay. And he put this kid in a weird situation. He was like, uh... Yeah. Like, the kid's just doing his job. Yeah, it's not fair to him. But Coach K is really doing a full heel turn this year. He is looking like... The, the villain and Coach K is never the villain. He's never been the villain. It's crazy. It's funny All how the blue it's funny how coaches and people in general really who have a lot of success and they had their fall from grace and this is relative fall from grace. Coach it's not like Coach K is a bum or anything, <laughs> yeah. but it's He's it's funny how their their personality their actions change maybe from being nice guy. Something to keep your eye on in real life too. Life lessons here at <laughs> mid March. You know we are we're looking out for you guys. <laughs> we're looking out here. for you guys, but. Some more A10 action, just to mention this because Dayton didn't have they had I think it was before this loss to VCU, they lost sixty-six to forty-three. Dayton had three losses with the comp- it was a combined five points between those three losses or something like was that. Was it really? It was like five. They lost by oh. one, two, and two, I'm pretty sure. I would not have actually guessed that. Yes, which was crazy, but they get blown out and it proves that they're a fraudulent team. I would not Yeah, I mean I wouldn't even use the word fraudulent. They're just bad. Not, they're just not good. They're bad. And in the Pac twelve the ranked UCLA Bruins go on the road to Stanford and lose in overtime, 73-72. I did not like this. this game. I did, I did not. Because it was quite incredible. I tuned in for probably the last 
two minutes. Well, of that's this when game. you want to be in there. It looks like. And you got you got Tiger Campbell who comes down, hits a a filthy and one little euro. Step. Oh, I did see the highlights of this. And game. then yep. you got I don't know how this happened, but Stanford had an inbound play with like point eight seconds left, and somehow UCLA just lets I forget who just drive straight to the lane and yep. have an easy layup Free to win. Bucket. And that mean, was an OT. Yep. I mean, it was, what do you, it was a crazy What do you make of the Pac-12 this year? Because a game that we forgot to mention that actually occurred, what, four or five days ago was Colorado losing to, who'd they lose to? Washington? Or, yeah, Washington. Losing to Washington, Washington, who got like their second win of the year. Yeah, I, thought Colorado, night, yeah. I thought Colorado, I'll be honest, I thought they were the best team in the Pac-12. It's just, I don't even know what to make of anybody in the Pac-12. Pac-12. I Pac-12 s- buckets are not watchable unless Bill Walton's on the game, I would argue. I, I agree. I think UCLA is probably the most complete team. I think they've showed me the most this year. Obviously, tough loss in overtime, but yeah, I don't think the Pac-12 is good at all this no. year. Oregon and UCLA are the only teams that could maybe I win still, a game in March. I still would throw Colorado into that mix. I know it's a bad loss to Washington, but Washington Eric Stevenson, Eric Stevenson did play pretty good. <laughs> USC could well. cause some mismatches they in could. March with their two with the Mobley brothers. Yep. That could happen, yes. Strictly because of those two. Fair. But some SEC game. Alabama at home continues the reign as SEC kings, I would say, and defeats Mississippi State at home 81-73. to Mississippi State kept it close in the yes. first half for a little while. And that's true. Um, Mississippi State has actually had a lot of close Alabama games. Alabama did not cover. I think they yeah. were eight-and-a-half-point favorites, and they won by got eight. Got an eight-point win. Tough scene. Tough scene for Just the Just a good line. Really got to give credit to the Vegas. sportsbook makers. Shout-out yep. Barstow Sportsbook. <laughs> but Bama's oh, too much for Mississippi Bama's, State. Bama's too much for most teams in the SEC. Yes, I agree. Way too much. Look at the assist numbers in this game. Bama, 21 assists to Mississippi State, 6. That's just classic Bama. They know how to share the ball. They always make the extra pass. They always make the extra pass, and it's always for a three, so that's why their scores are always 90-plus. They they just fire the three ball, and they're a high-percentage shooting. I assume that they didn't shoot as well as they normally do, though, if their scores are in the 70s. 41% from three. That's That's still very good. good. That's still good. I I retract Most teams, that's like a... Quinterly off the bench didn't play very well, but... He hasn't played well in a few games. Strongly disagree. Against LSU, he splashed. Okay, against LSU, yes. That was when literally the entire world was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> not saying too much. Yeah, but the next game that we have to mention for meme purposes, Marquette, Marquette at home thank you. I was loses to DePaul. I was really hoping you'd mention uh, this game. You were hoping we'd mention this game. Wait a yeah. minute. That's a shocker. <laughs> Wait it's, just, it's so hard to watch. Like, DePaul, what are they, 2-5? and five? They got one guy you need to stop, Charlie Moore. Yep. Maybe... What is this guy's name? Paul Reed, Freeman Liberty, whoever that is. That's also, I think that's one of the coolest names in college basketball. Strongly disagree. Boo Booey has a word with you. But he would like a word. Marquette is just so inconsistent. Never bet on them, never picked them to win a game in March. Okay, but they're think not about this. To. In the beginning of the year, Marquette had two top ten wins against Creighton and Wisconsin. Yep. That was in, that, wow. Now they're what has happened? Seven. Yeah, I used to think Marquette was an impossible team to get a handle on because they'd have the two top ten wins and a lot of losses. Now I just think they're bad. Yeah, they're no just offense, bad Alex. Um. They're just bad now. <laughs> I, I agree. No other way around it. But Big Blue Nation in Kentucky beats LSU at home 82-69. This is the best game that Kentucky has played this year. 100%. BJ Boston. 18 <laughs> he, points. He came through? Yes. This is, is the that best a game. second straight good game for BJ Boston? Or was yes. that only one? Yes. 
yes, I'm pretty sure that do back we back see, 18 point games. Do we see the tides turning a little bit for him? He's now a little more than a gum chewer. Yeah, he's elevated from gum chewer to water boy. No, he's better than water boy. I don't know, but he's he's not strictly a gum chewer. Bench on the warmer. Bench. He's a bench. He warms he's the a, bench. He's down. a walk on. He's a walk on. Walk on. Fair. Not a not a top five recruit in the country. No, far from it. But this Kentucky team, I don't know that they looked really good that game. But before that, though, they had a lot, a lot of losses. And now they play Alabama in their upcoming game, and that could be an absolute nightmare. So. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it probably will be an absolute nightmare for a Kentucky. It very, very <laughs> well could be. Cam Thomas has been struggling. For he really has. Lead for LSU. He hasn't played. He hasn't shot ball from three the whole year. Yeah, you. When you pointed him out to me, I started really keeping tabs on Cam Thomas because if I'm being honest, he I hadn't really ball. heard about him too much before you mentioned it. Yeah. Ever since you mentioned him being like one of the most underrated, yes, um, freshmen. But he's fallen off, and he's fallen off ball. a little bit. But he, the reason he always has so many points in his terrible uh, shooting percentages is because he gets the line. He gets the line like ten times a game, and yep. he's like a ninety-five percent, ninety-four percent free throw shooter. Fouls. So he, I guess, he knows how to play it well. It's kind of like the James Harden of college basketball kind of thing. Take <laughs> it to the rack, get a lot of fouls, and shoot a bunch of free throws and shoot it well. So we'll see where this LSU team goes. But I think it's uh positive thing for Kentucky at least and then Virginia at home against Georgia Tech just want to mention this because it's a two-point game 64-62 Virginia squeaks it out classic Virginia win yeah that is classic squeak it out Tony Bennett style that is a Tony the way he likes to do it fair point Missouri on the road defeats Tennessee 73-64 and this was the kind of the fall the beginning of the fall of Kentucky's or I mean of Tennessee sorry well that was not the beginning that was kind of the the, t- the continuation because the they lost, to, they they lost lose to Florida, Florida bad. That. That, the Florida game was even worse, but I don't know how to handle. Do Missouri. we think this game says more about Mizzou or more about Tennessee? Because I know my answer. Tennessee. Yep, I think this In game says opinion. a lot more about Tennessee. Alex, probably Tennessee. Because yeah. I always thought Mizzou was. I never thought they were real like no. top fifteen. But I think in. Tennessee needs a better offense. Yeah, yes. their freshmen aren't playing well. Um, Keon Johnson and then. Uh, Victor Bailey's the other yes. freshman off the bench. They have not really been showing up. They were a top seven team for a little too long, I'd argue. Yeah. Or top eight. Is, I think they were eight for a I while. I think they were six. They were six at one yep. point. Yeah, yeah. But, man. I think I, I said this off camera. I think I told you, Charlie, I like Mizzou in this one. I'm yep. just not big on Tennessee. Yeah. No, I'm really not either. Their defense is really good. But they their offense, guy that they, can can't, score the ball. they can't really score points. They don't have that Grant Williams... Uh, Admiral Schofield from Jordan two years Bone, ago. Yeah. Jordan Bone. Bone last year. Jordan Belfort kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. They're a little bit of a depressing team, I'd say, on offense to watch. They're, they're like a Virginia. Knockoff Virginia, I'd say. A little bit. And then moving into Sunday, we have Rutgers on the road against Indiana. Picks up a good win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Off Assembly Hall. At Assembly Hall, a noted tough place to a play. A noted tough place to play, even without fans. Um, yes. But did you guys see Miles Johnson's defense that game? I did not. No, I... He, he was swatting people. He was just a monster in the paint. And Rutgers needs more of that Miles Johnson. They do, They yes. need more of that Miles Johnson. Not you know what else they need? They need more of that Geo Baker. Geo Baker had another solid game for yep. Rutgers. Mm-hmm. That's true. They and do need, need to shoot the three ball better, though, because... They've kind of been cold, I'd say, from three ball for and, the last and five games. And that's Rutgers of crutch. They like to fall in love with the three ball a little too much, even when, even when they really shouldn't. They're taking the Kobe mentality. You'd rather go 0 for 31 than 0 for 9. 
Yeah, I think Caleb McConnell needs to see the floor more. He started I this honestly game. do. Yep. He started over Montez and Jacob Young. Well, and Mulcahy got to start, which is just blasphemous. He's the kind of guy you put in with three minutes Paul, left to make free throws. Dude, Paul played 36 minutes. I know. I disagree with that. I like Paul That's Mulcahy. A lot. He's a nice. Paul Mulcahy, here's what he is he's a glue guy, okay? Yeah. He does the small things, he makes free throws, he's not going to really mess up too badly. He's but like he the doesn't Brevin do anything special. Of Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, eh. But he didn't have as high of expectations as Brevin Pritzel did because was Brevin, Brevin a four star? star yeah. yeah, that's not Mulcahy. But Mulcahy's a good glue guy Ooh. who I don't think should be getting 36 minutes. He should be coming off the bench. Dude, I don't know. I really like Caleb McConnell, though. I think he does a lot of the little things right. Obviously, he's not going to be a star out there. But he moves the ball. He's he does. Go to rebounder. I, I like what he brings to the table. And he can make, he can make some shots out there, too. Make mm-hmm. no mistake. Yeah. That's a good point. And Rutgers starting to get a little healthy right now. Yep. Don't look now. Oh, boy. I don't, don't know. I don't know. Do not look now. But on to some MVC action. Mvaction. Mvaction. Got to mention this game because Luke was uh, Bradley, not a lover. He was a... Uh, I don't even know. Connoisseur. He was way too much into Bradley. Loyola Chicago takes care of him on the road in 69-56. Yeah, I'm just glad I don't have to hear about all the Bradley hype from Luke anymore because I was kind of over that, to be honest with you. Like, if you don't think I, Drake is the clear-cut yeah, yeah. MVC. And I don't think Drake's played in a while due to COVID. I think you're right about that. But they had played a ton before, so yeah, they still are like still a 13-0 team, team or something MVC. like that. But... Hey, Loyola is 12-3, too. Loyola's still a good bad. team. I think either one of those I guys like can well. Could we possibly see a two-bid MVC? That was mentioned last episode. There's no way. The only time there was a two-bid MVC. I can MVC. see this Loyola team winning the MVC. And if Drake continues to roll, I mean, they're But Drake's strength right of schedule has like, been not very good. If okay. you at it. But if they finish the season with, let's say, three losses, they need to be in. They need to get I think you're large. really overestimating Drake's strength of schedule, to be completely honest with you. They might, but I'm not willing to... I I would say the odds are a lot less. Like, less than hmm. likely. Yes, I'd say they're less than likely. The only time two of NBCs really happened was when Wichita State was in the NBC. Fair. You make a fair point there. But that was pretty much the only good games from Sunday. And now moving into Monday, we have a few games that have wrapped up already. Virginia dominates Cuse at home, 81-58. to 58. I think Cuse was playing well, so I think that's a really good, really good win. 23-point win. who, Virginia Tech? By 18. Days prior. By 18. It's a good win. It's a very good win for Virginia. It's, I a, think. it's a non-Virginia-esque win. Like, they exactly. don't really normally... Normally, you know. they, it's always a five-point game kind of thing. So, a 23-point yeah. win against a good ACC team, even at home, is that's worth that's that's a good win but we have to mention this because luke goes to cole college northern iowa only beats cole by 10 at yep home. uh northern iowa is playing a d3 school in cole um, college which is with, known with which is 1400 students. 1400 students that is called cole college and wouldn't you know it lo and behold uh our fellow member luke hoitink actually attends cole college yeah so he was hyped for this game he told us to shout it out um how much did they lose by 10 10 not bad really d- Three Cole D3. College against what, what was you and I like a six the loss team last year? favorite to win the Missouri Valley favorite. Conference. I love looking at uh, the stats for this game, Cole College. You know, you got a few guards on here, and then you look athlete, 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 athlete. It I mean, doesn't even know their names. <laughs> you don't even know if they're a forward or a guard. They're just an athlete. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's hilarious. It's kind of funny. It we should ask funny. Luke if he knows any of the. Games I don't think because I don't think ESPN puts any um any stats or anything in for anything other than D one schools. So you never. Gonna Which is a shame because it would be it cool really if you're a D three player and you played D one yeah, and you could like exactly. screenshot like your stats on the ESPN app. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool, especially for a fourteen hundred person college. But yeah. And then the only other game from tonight worth mentioning is that Loyola Chicago is up four again on Bradley, just kind of defeating the uh, the Bradley the Bradley train. Brave the wheels, hype train. The, the wheels, wheels are officially falling off. Officially falling off. That thing is just dragging. But that's not in the, the only other game tonight. There's a there's another solid. We do one have later uh, yes, we Texas do. Tech going on the road to take on West Virginia. Ten versus eleven. Yes. I think this is going to be a very close game. It's a two. This is this is a. One do we have a line game. for this game? Texas Tech. Nation favored by one and one a half on the road. I actually like Tortilla Nation in this game to cover that line. See, here's win. the only thing that, Man, that this concerns is, this me is a, this is gonna be a one for Texas game. Tech is because Derek Culver, I'm not sure who's going to be able to stop him. They have this this guy named Santos Silva. Yes, the but he's only, not big. He's, he's not, not big. big. He's like 6'6". Six, six. That's like the only forward they have that could possibly. Yes, and Santos Silva's not that good. That's no, the only not. thing I'm worried about for Texas Tech. I think they'll win, but I would not. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I think Texas Tech's going to. For them to win, they're going to have to run the floor and that be an incredible transition offense today. Because if you let West Virginia get set up in a defensive scheme against them, I think that they're going to be kind of toast. I, I think know. most people like Texas Tech in this one. Mm-hmm. I think the yes. key for West Virginia is going to be Deuce McBride. I think he's always the key for West Virginia if he can be making shots. And he kind of he really has disappointed though most of this year. So I don't know. We'll see in there. I think talking about Miles McBride, right? Did they call him Deuce? They call him Deuce. Deuce. Really? I've actually never heard that before. Sick nickname. It is a cool nickname. It is pretty cool. I'll give that to him. I'm going to pick Texas Tech in this one. I like Texas Tech. Texas Tech around the horn, all right. I I just enjoy cheering for a good team. Yeah, I hope I get this one right because my picks these past few days were not good. They were not good. That's okay because you can always come back from it. Don't worry. We always can. We always come back. Uh, moving to Tuesday, we have Texas hosting a now-ranked Oklahoma team. Texas favored by five and a half. I like Texas to cover. They'll yep. be without Chaka Smart. One thing to note, because yes. he does have COVID. He's now has COVID, correct. Hmm. I'm a big momentum guy. I'm taking Oklahoma to win this game. Ooh. Texas without Chaka. And I Oklahoma's kind of rolling Oklahoma's right now. Oklahoma's hot. I feel their momentum. I think Austin Texas' Reeves. guards are going to be too much. I think I'm going to pick Texas in this one just because, yeah, I think they're too much. I don't. Austin Reeves, he's a good player, but I don't think he can match up with Matt, either Matt Coleman or Andrew Jones, either of them. So I don't think any, they really have anybody that's going to shut down either one of those guys. And uh, Greg Brown. Okay, he can match well. up with Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is sneaky good. He's very good, but it's it's not like he like can't hold Andrew Jones' jockstrap. Like that's yeah, he maybe can. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Split decision here. I like Texas to cover. What do you think, Wes? I am taking Texas to cover in this one as well. Okay. Two two versus one in that one. We'll see how it goes. I think it's it could really go either way though. Pick who you want, whoever you want. And then some more SEC games. We got Alabama hosting Big Blue Nation and Kentucky. I think this could be a possible trap this game for, for This is Alabama. your classic possible trap game. I see, I don't that. see it that way. It could definitely have. I'm going to pick Alabama in this game just outright. I Alabama think, is also favored by 8.5. I think Bama wins. Bama I, by 16. I Ooh. don't know if they cover this one. Kentucky's been playing better ball. 
To be fair, though, Kentucky was starting to play better ball, and then Alabama Kentucky twenty ball. Kentucky is but not playing ba- better ball. That's a common misconception. Kentucky won one game. Before that, they lost like their three, three or before it. So I don't think they're playing better ball. I got Bama by fifteen plus. But Something about this game just screams trap scary. game to me. But they did twenty ball them last that's, time that's, they played. It's not a whole lot of analytics I'm hearing. And it was on the road. Kentucky at home got twenty ball by Bama last exactly. time. Exactly. So I'm gonna take Bama in this game, but. Just, you know, just a game to keep your eye on, probably. Yeah. Oh, it'll be a fun game. And then Tennessee hosting Mississippi State. Just got to mention it because Tennessee is What's the line off. for all the gamblers out there? Ten and a half, generous. Tennessee. Ten and a half? Yeah. Okay, I think they'll I think they'll win, but I've got Mississippi State yeah, Mississippi covering I, that. I would agree. I just don't... I don't see what Tennessee State right now. I just can't right see now. Tennessee yeah. really scoring that many points and winning by more than ten. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how... I like, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough game, but I do like Mississippi State covering that, even though they're a seven-loss team, though. Yeah, Mississippi State's not like a world-beater or anything, but they typically keep their games rather competitive, rather respectable. Fair. Also to note, UConn now unranked hosting Butler. UConn favored by six and a half. I like UConn in this one, but it's going to be interesting to see when Book Knight comes back, just you got some team. That's the guy you got to keep your eye on. Yeah, but it's, he's Knight not coming back? back for that game. He's, no, he's out a little while longer. Watch, you got to watch this team, the UConn team. I would see the next two or three games, assuming Book Knight is still out, see how they perform. Because if they can't figure it out without Book Knight, I think that's way too telling. Because teams then will probably start to box in one Book Knight. No, I 100% disagree. Because Book Knight is the heart and soul of that team. You can't take away the heart and soul of that many teams. And just have them just survive and be good. If you ask me. Fair. I Especially don't the way Book Knight plays. Yes. I don't know. I'm not going to judge He's them aggressive. without him. I'll judge them with him. Fair to say. But you. But the, the thing that he could be out if, for weeks, though. That's what but I'm that's worried. fine. If teams box in one Book Knight, it's like their other guys still have an advantage, at least with the players, that mm-hmm. there's less guys than them on defense. So, I don't know. Yeah. And number 12, Missouri goes on the road to Auburn. Auburn is favored in this game. Auburn's a seven-loss team favored by two and a half points in this game. You want to know why they're favored? Sharif Cooper. Sharif yep. Cooper is... Alex he's that dude. I've got Mizzou. I'm going to take Auburn in this one. Even though they're favored, which... Like, it should be... that. That's crazy that a seven-loss team is favored. Over a number 12 team. Over a number 12 team in the nation. I'm taking Auburn, though, still. I yeah, like I'm Xavier Pinson. St- He's experienced. I think he can contain Shreve Cooper. The fact that Alex is getting an upset pick for picking number 12 Mizzou <laughs> is kind of blasphemous. Although, what was that one game where it was like the line was that crazy? That would be Clemson and Virginia. Where Clemson, Clemson was, was at home and where higher Clemson, ranked. Yeah, and they were and they were favored to lose. And they were favored but to Vegas lose. knew they were frauds. So. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas always knows. So. Two more games I'd like to mention Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis taking on SMU. Memphis one and a half point favorite. I like Memphis a lot in this game. Yeah, that's good. Another good I'm one. I'm pretty confident in them. And I like then, SMU in that game. You're an E. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man, Hold you up, baby. Okay, and then Hold this is up. actually Luke, Luke, we just delighted here that I'm taking <laughs> two Memphis. bubble teams in the ACC going at it: North Carolina and Pitt. Yep. It's at Pittsburgh, and, and UNC is a two point favorite. I like Pittsburgh. They've been playing good basketball recently. Justin Champagne is the best player on the floor. I as well like. Yep. I like Pittsburgh. Pitt. Pitt around. Is the it home. at the zoo? Yes. It is at the zoo. All right. Well, there you go. Is. All the more reason. And we'll do one more game, just Wednesday's games, or one more day of games. Florida State hosting Miami. Miami is going to get absolutely ran out of the gym. No line yet on this game. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get. I agree. They're going to get blasted. Florida State is just. 
too deep, too big for most teams, and too athletic. Way too athletic. Ohio State hosting a Penn State team after uh, a win against Rutgers at home. This I think th- I think they followed up the Rutgers win with another win too. Over after who? That. Or what was that their last game? Was it before that? Because they were three and six at one point. I know for sure. Now they're five and six. So they beat Northwestern. North. Okay. Well, I apologize for after the blunder. Northwestern is, is Northwestern not- back to being the second worst team in the Big Ten? Nope. Ooh, if depends on how this game goes against Ohio State for Penn State. Okay, but Ohio State's going to win that game. They're too yes, hot right now to not win. I agree with that. I'm definitely going to take Ohio State, whatever the line is on that. But I don't know. I think I think Penn State still holds the holds the title for second worst. I agree. It's, it's really I close. Agree. Just so you guys know, it's, it's, it's the gap has absolutely shrunk. Listen, it would, it would just be peak Big Ten for Northwestern to go back to being the second worst team. Yep, Clad, just the classic. Creighton heads on the road to Seton Hall. No line on this game yet. Does Seton Hall get I it done? I think Seton Hall might. End up being favored in this game. They are at home. What does the BPI have it at? Uh, Creighton forty or fifty four percent chance to win. So it's close. It's gonna be the whatever the line is gonna be. It's gonna it's be awesome. rather close. Probably a two and a half line. Whoever whoever's getting. Who do you boys like in this one? I've like I've wanted to pick. Se- I've actually picked Seton Hall I think multiple I times. Seton Hall a lot this year too. And they just haven't come through yet. I'm going to have to pick Creighton in this game just because... I think Creighton matches up pretty well against Seton Hall. I'm picking Creighton again, yeah. Because Christian Bishop, he's a pretty athletic big man. He, I think he'll match up okay against Mamu. Yeah. But Mamu's still going to get his. Yeah, but I yep. think he can contain him. And then, I mean, Mahoney will probably be guarding Roden. So, I like Creighton in this one. Good point to make. Virginia Tech, now still ranked top 20. They're number 20 in the nation, not 22 like Alex said earlier, goes on the road to Notre Dame. I like Virginia Tech in this game, but these these are just like two mediocre teams. Even though Notre Dame is Dude, significantly Virginia worse, Virginia Tech is better than know. mediocre. Virginia Tech gets no I, love. It's like they, they lose they, they lose one game because that's how they play. Their play style is conducive for that, and everyone's like, "Oh, they suck." It's like, well, no, they they don't suck, but they're not they're not good. Losses, I like Vatek. Once again, I've already explained that. That's just how that's Virginia just how Tech happened. plays. I like Vatek in that game. Princess Hub's really the only guy. Luke loves Luke loves he's pretty good he's pretty good Wisconsin tries to get some revenge against Maryland on the road I think they'll get it I think I don't think Maryland can sweep Wisconsin this year they can't I'm gonna roll with the Maryland oh my goodness I just don't I'm not big on what I've been seeing from Wisconsin recently fair you are a noted Wisconsin anti-Wisconsin fan, even though okay. you go to the school. Not even though you go to the true. school. Not entirely true. <laughs> well, you just said that there was a blasphemous statement by Jay Bellis to have him say that they're a Final Four team. That is fan. okay. Well, I'm not going to sit here and be biased towards yeah, my that's school fair. team. That is my honest opinion. I don't think they are a Final Four caliber team. That's fair, but calling it a blasphemous statement is a bit much, don't you think? When you got a team full of five seniors who is obviously not playing their best I basketball. Don't. That's his honest opinion. That's his Whatever. opinion. We'll, we'll let him be. We'll his brackets, be. you know, yeah. it'll we'll speak for itself. <laughs> it'll speak for itself. Louisville, number 25 now. They are now ranked after their nightmare. They haven't been ranked since that nightmare loss, Wisconsin. Heads on the road to Clemson. Carly Jones will take care of business. Agreed. Give me Louisville, even on the road. I agree. I agree with that. And that pretty much wraps up the games uh, to look forward to. Yeah. Good week of college basketball coming up. We'll probably get a podcast out before the weekend games, possibly. Most likely, yeah. Maybe like a Friday. Probably Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday, Thursday something, Friday like that. Like, something like that. Um, but, yeah, it's 
It's tough not having Luke here. Um, we know he was Miss here Luke in spirit, already. though. Cole College. Almost they, got the they win kept tonight. It close. Their team they kept it close. Today. Luke's out there representing. Um, but until next time, this is Made in March.